Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Listen, it's the Bird Show. It's eventually going to happen to you as a parent for sure that your kids are going to hit you with a question that you're just going to panic about. Panic. Because you should have all the answers. You're the parent, right? And you don't know this yet, but you're allowed to put things on pause and circle back later. That's like one or two kids, right? Teachers all the time are probably getting these, right? Where kids in class are asking questions and teachers are in a panic, like, how do I answer this? Okay, this is the sweetest thing ever here, okay? It doesn't start off sweet, but it ends sweet. When I was covering for a first grade class, I had a little boy come up to me and ask, Miss Smith, how do you spell penis? So I said, oh, why do you need to spell penis? <laughs> In my head, I am freaking out because no one trained me for this. He then shared with me that his mom had just had a baby and he wanted to make her a card. I was still like really confused because I didn't know how we got from that to, to that. So I said, wow, that's so thoughtful of you and so nice. But I still don't understand why we need to spell that word. And he said, well, like, there's so much, like, happiness in our house right now. And I know how to spell hap, but I don't know how to spell penis. I just, that's the peak. That's the peak. <laughs> Legit. Legit. Oh, you can't spell happiness without penis. Who knew? Save that. 100% save that. All right, Katie. So a friend of yours um, just found out she might be related to a dude that she's dating. <laughs> it, Shut up. It's a weird situation and she's conflicted because she doesn't know what she should do about it because of how this came about. And okay. I need to know what you all would do in this situation. Okay. So this is an actual ditch or date the man I'm related to. Yeah. Okay. How long have they been going in way, out? In a way. Um, only like a few months. Okay. This All is right. fresh. So there's still time to change. We've had this talk before uh-huh. on the show. Yeah, we did. I've said, like with my fiance right now, we're seven years into this. If like a 23andMe test came back and it said that we were related, I, I, I'm sticking it out. I, I ain't going anywhere. Seven years in, man. Yeah, <laughs> and you with Bart? Yeah, we're 16, 17 years in. Wow. We have a child. Yes. Got kids involved now, man. I'm out of here. I'm just going to pretend it never happened. (laughs) We never had the conversation. So I'm going to be mama cousin. He's going to be daddy cousin. (laughs) (laughs) It's just such a far-fetched conversation because she's way too hot to be on my family tree. (laughs) Anyway. So my best friend, um, she has a cousin who lives in Alabama. All right. There uh, it is. <laughs> all the pieces. Case closed. And her and her cl- cousin, they're they're like very close. So she and he, they talk all the time. And she noticed that she was going on this Instagram, and 
he is mutual friends with the guy that she is currently talking to. And the guy doesn't even live in the same state. So then she was talking to her cousin and was like, yo, how do you know this dude? And he's like, "Uh, you know, I met him at a couple of uh, family events and stuff like that, but nothing crazy. Right. And she's like, um, okay. He just kind of brushes it off and she never just addressed it or went deeper. She's like, okay, maybe just a friend that they've crossed paths and met. So then she's talking to the guy that she's actually dating and she asked him the same question, but she's like, how do you know my cousin? He's like, oh, that's my cousin. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> Uh, oh and she said, what? <laughs> he was like, yeah, that's my cousin. Oh, She's no. like, no, 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 it can't be because that's my cousin. But is it like but, how Mo has a bunch of cousins, but they're not technically related? Good point. So here's the breakdown. Okay. <laughs> so her cousin is her cousin on her mom's side. Okay. Right? Yeah. So that's how they're related. Right? Through so, her mom. So it's like her aunt or uncle's kid. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's related to the guy that she's talking to through her, through his dad's side. So he's cousins with him because of his dad. So it's by marriage. Yes. I think you're good to go then, right? I think so. Yeah. 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 She thinks it's weird though, because you're a cousin of my cousin, but I'm interested in dating you and there's too many cousins going around. Look, so so there's, no blood, there, there's no blood. Technically right? no. not blood. You're good to go. But in the same family. Mm-hmm. No, it, it would really come down to how much I like it. <laughs> how hot is this person? Exactly, that's what it would come down to for me. Because it would still be awkward for me. That's what she's conflicted about because she's like, she thinks it's probably a little too close to home that she likes this dude, but he's also technically a part of her family's family, in a way already. No, mm. y'all would do it. Look, it's gonna make family reunions really easy. Right? Okay, <laughs> okay. You've already vetted his family, mm-hmm. which is great. Mm-hmm. You know what to expect. I mean, Christmases, you're not gonna have to fight that much over who you're gonna visit because it's all the same family. Look Go for Cassie, it. Always looking at the silver line. Listen, no blood relations. Most of us are related anyway. Hello, Genghis Khan fathered like so many people. We all <laughs> got the gene. Just go for it. Yeah, she should continue down this road. I think. Okay. Uh, okay, let's go around the room. Abby, yes or no? No blood. And he's over six foot. And he's oh, hot. Yeah, absolutely. Data. Okay. <laughs> D1 babies, for real. <laughs> uh, I, think I, oof, I think I would walk away. I think it would be too awkward for me. There's so many fish in the sea. Not, not as many as you think, Chris. Oh, yeah, after having tried to hook you Abby up. Abby is okay. swimming in that thing. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of fish. They're yeah. not great fish. <laughs> it's not a sea. It's a cesspool. Okay. Um, hmm. No blood. I, I I don't think I could do it. Okay. I don't, th- I don't think I could do it. It would just be too weird. Okay, so everyone's conflicted. I'm into weird. Don't, oh, oh there you go. <laughs> weird, weird has never scared me. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Listen. It's the Bird Show. All right, Caroline here needs our help or needed our help because her best friend uh, and her husband had an affair four years ago. Um, they worked it out. The they, She worked it out with her husband, but she still got questions about exactly what happened and wanted our help to get to the truth here. So she wanted us to reach out to the best friend because she still has questions. Hey, Caroline. Hey, guys. Do I have that right? Yeah. Yeah, I really need your help. Okay. Explain the whole All situation right. to us. God bless you, Krista. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I turned my mic off for a reason. <laughs> I had that sympathy sneeze where you were going, and I was going. All right, so tell us about the whole history here with your husband, best friend. What happened? 
Okay, so it was actually two years ago when I found out, right? And so then my best friend, who is no longer my best friend, and her and my husband were having an affair. And as you can imagine, this devastated me. I found out it was about like four months that they were having this affair. It was so, horrible. Not not a one-time thing. This yeah. was had, had some legs no. to it. It lingered, yeah. So... Anyway, as you can imagine, my um, relationship with her, it ended immediately. Like, I was done. And I haven't talked to her, not, not once. Like, I haven't even seen her. I erased her from Facebook, from Instagram. I have her blocked. I'm, I was done with her. I was completely done. I can't even believe this happened. Mm-hmm. Now, as for my husband, um, it's different, okay? Because even though I, in the beginning I did separate from him, we did eventually talk, and he did tell me that the affair was just a physical thing. It was nothing more. It was only physical. And I don't think this is, like, an excuse or anything, but I have to admit that during that time in our marriage, we had a dry spell, and it was due to me. I had a lot of stress happening in my life. My job was really pressing on me, and I had some other things with my own family going on that... I, I do remember during that time, it was a dry spell for us. And, you know, we fought about it a lot, as any typical marriage would. And, and I feel bad at the, at the time, but it's still not a reason to cheat. However, I did decide to forgive him. And I stayed in my marriage, and we have worked things out. Wow, good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but... I still have nights where I can't sleep and I just like lay awake at night because I have so many doubts and questions in my head and I feel like I haven't gotten any closure to this. I don't know if I ever will, but there are some questions that I need to know the answers to so that I can understand this entire situation and how it transpired. All right, so let me ask you this question here because you've now moved on allegedly from the situation, which you clearly really haven't. So if you have (laughs) moved on with the whole thing, you wanted us to reach out to the former best friend, right? Please. Okay, so... I would really appreciate that. Which we've already done. But here's the thing, is like if you've already moved on, things are okay with you and your husband right now, what good is going to come from more questions to the best friend? She hasn't moved on. She says she had. No, if you're doing this, you haven't. I think you have to be honest with yourself. Um, you're right. I, I haven't. Yeah, and but I and I'm not. I'm not coming down on you for that. I mean, that is. It's such a breach of trust from not one but two people. Ugh. Like, I mean, in in any situation, if my spouse was to cheat on me, I would want it to be a complete stranger, not somebody that I held near and dear to my heart. I think that just because not only did your husband. Um, Hurt, break your heart, but your best friend did. So, I I can understand that taking some time to heal from. So, what by asking these questions and getting these answers, what are what are you hoping to achieve? Okay, so the way my mind works, where mm-hmm. I lay at night, you know, and I ask myself these questions, and I give myself answers to them already. Each night is different. I have a different answer every night, and uh, I don't want to go through that. I want the actual, I want to hear it from her. I want to know before my mind keeps, you know, running away with me every night. You, you literally, yeah, you, you, want, you want to silence, you want to silence yeah. your brain. 
yes, yes. Oh my God. I would love that. Cause I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I know the answers. I mean, I, I mean, I think I know the answers. I don't know. It's driving me crazy. Can you guys tell? Like mm-hmm. I, I just want to hear her definite answers. Mm-hmm. No, I was, I was going to say, you kind of answered the question, but I was going to say, if I were in your shoes, the only way I would truly want these answers is if a small part of me actually wanted to reconcile with my friend. Is 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 any of it in there, or is it simply just putting your brain at ease? You know what? Now that I hear you say that, I am going to be honest with myself. I feel there is a section in my heart where I could find forgiveness. Wow. Yeah, this so, is this is the wrong person. This is a reservoir of forgiveness that I just don't have. I mean, and, and even if you guys did make up, I mean, could you ever bring her around your husband ever again? I wouldn't. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Well, let's just get the questions answered okay. first. All right. <laughs> <laughs> One step at a time. Here. All right, Caroline, give us a couple of minutes here. And Tommy reached yeah. out to your best friend and asked her the questions. Ex. Yep. Ex-best friend. What? And asked the questions that you wanted, like what prompted you to betray our friendship? Answered it. Yeah. Um, were there any instances where you felt guilty or reconsidered your actions, answered it. What did you hope to achieve from this affair? She answered it. So if you want to hang out a couple of minutes here, and of course you're going to, um, when we come back, we'll answer all of your questions, okay? Guys, I can't hear you guys. We'll talk to you next time. Listen. It's the Burt Show. Caroline wanted answers, and we got answers for Caroline. You're not saying it right. Caroline. Thank you. Uh, A couple of years ago, uh, Caroline's husband and her best friend had an affair. Best friend couldn't keep it in her pants. And neither could her husband. So they had this affair that was super, super obviously very hurtful. She worked very hard to get things right with her husband, but she's lost a best friend. And... She's not entirely settled with the whole situation all these years later. So she didn't want to reach out to her best friend. So she asked us to reach out to the ex, the former best friend, the one that couldn't keep it in her pants. (laughs) And answer some questions that she still felt like were in her heart. I have that right, Caroline? That is correct. Okay. She's got thoughts that are keeping her up at night. She's answering questions differently. And she just, she needs some specifics to hopefully... Put this to bed. And, and well, do you have to really? Really? Bed, the yeah. bed thing? Put her mind at ease. Put her mind at ease. Just My no bad. sensitivity. My bad. Um, <laughs> so, Caroline, I think Mo asked a very interesting question that you answered honestly. Like, is this you reaching out to her to say, hey, if you still kind of want to be best friends, I'm missing you. But in all honesty, you could never bring her around your husband ever again, could you? Uh, no, I mean, maybe. I don't know, guys. This is so like. Every single day is different for me. I, I think I might feel different after I hear her answers, mm-hmm. or maybe I'll I'll be worse. <laughs> it really depends on what she's gonna, how she's gonna answer them. I can assure you that you will either be better or worse after this. <laughs> wow, how you, you prophetic! Will, you will not be the same. <laughs> All right, uh, Tommy, you want to take it from here? Tommy is our studio director, and he's the one that does the uh, the heavy lifting here. He reached out to her and asked all the questions that you wanted. He is the show director. He doesn't like it when you call him studio director. Sorry, show director. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. You're welcome, Tommy. <laughs> all right, so I reached out to Michelle. That's what we're calling uh, Caroline's former best friend. And Michelle did not want to answer our questions. She did not want to play our radio games. But I had to throw on a little Tommy Southern charm <laughs> and uh, 
I did that, and I convinced her to answer via email because she wanted to think about her answers and devote a little time to it. So that's what we did. I can respect that. And I asked Caroline uh, for five questions. She gave me seven. So these are the seven questions and the seven answers. Question one, why couldn't you keep it in your pants? <laughs> what, what specifically were your feelings towards my husband? Was it merely a physical connection as he described, or was there an emotional element too? She said, honestly, initially it was purely physical, but I did start feeling an emotional connection. It wasn't love, but a sense of companionship that I can't quite describe. I think it became a place of comfort in a weird way. I was depressed about several things, and he took my mind off of things. I can't speak for him, but I think it was similar. Okay, so let's pause there for a second and hear your response to that response. Okay, uh, we're all human. She never told me that she was going through something like a depression, so that's new to me. But I'm glad to, I guess, not glad, but more at ease to hear that it was just a physical thing for her in the beginning, I guess. And, you know, she's a woman and I'm a woman and I get it. Like somebody you're with, you're gonna, you know, naturally just get a bond with if you're sleeping together. I get it. It's so different oh. how men and women process this answer differently yeah. because yeah. if Tiffany and I, she had an affair and she came back to me, she said, I just want to let you know that it was just physical. Like, I wasn't attracted to you physically, but somebody else came in and they satisfied my physical needs. That's the worst thing she could say. <laughs> it wouldn't feel like a win. No, no, it wouldn't feel like a, no. I mean, it's, it's equal to me as an emotional fair. <laughs> yeah. right. Mm-hmm. All right, question number two, Tommy. What prompted you to betray our friendship? Michelle said, I swear it wasn't a planned betrayal. How not. It was all wrong, but it was never planned to hurt her. It wasn't planned and totally unexpected, but then one wrong decision led to another. How do you feel about that? Not a planned betrayal. I don't even know what that means. Like, so she didn't have it on like her to-do list. Well, she really didn't answer the question. No. Like what prompted you to portray our friendship? I mean, I guess the last line, one wrong decision led to another. So it's just a series of wrong decisions, but it's like, I understand what you were asking. Like what made you think our friendship was worth sabotaging to sleep with my husband. Yeah, let me answer it for her. Complete and total selfishness. Okay, there's that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that also makes me ask, like, did you initiate this or was it him? Well, you should have asked that question. (laughs) The next question, were there any instances where you felt guilty or reconsidered your actions? And Michelle said, I always felt guilty and I knew I should stop. I can't explain why I didn't. Wow, that's, no. I mean, if you're guilty, you know you're doing something wrong. And we were talking during those four months. She was my best friend. Okay, like, every time you talk to me on the phone, like, wasn't that horrible to hear me, like, just tell you about how much stress I was going through, and then that night you're going to go see my husband? Like, what? Mm, that, no, that just makes me really angry. Very angry. The next one was a big question for me. Did anyone else know about the affair while it was going on? She says yes, <gasps> but I don't want to say who. They are not at fault. Only he and I are to blame. Oh, now you're going to have more questions. Yes. So you're yeah. going you're gonna to be well, wondering who around you knew about this. Are you, in a, are you in a girl group that is no, tight? I'm just thinking, uh, who? 
it could be probably like the <sighs> no wait 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 that's like oh the that's like the worst possible answer it really because is. now you're gonna be looking yeah. at all your girls right or whomever yeah. coworkers or whatever like somebody new and now you're gonna be looking at them all side eye exactly well, after my you, head spinning after you excommunicated her did you tell people the reason like or have you kept that close to the vest close to the chest. Well, I'm very close to her brother. Not in that way, guys. Yeah. <laughs> no. But, um, you know, I now I'm thinking it was him. She must have said something to him because he mm. knew about it. Mm. But and you're assuming. Me. I'm assuming, yeah. I don't know. Next question. There are three left, by the way. Why did you hope to achieve... What did you hope to achieve from this affair? She said... There was no in-game or motive. It wasn't about achieving something. It was two lost individuals finding something they needed in the other person, albeit in the most inappropriate and hurtful way. I can't say what I was hoping would happen in the end. I wasn't thinking logically. I know I didn't hope our friendship would end. It sounds like, yes, she was lost because how can you do this to your best friend? Mm -hmm. Also, you know, you're having an affair with a man that's married what do you think is going to happen to his marriage? You, she was honestly being very selfish. Very selfish. Mm -hmm. All right. Two <sighs> questions left. Was the relationship only four months long as I was told? She says, for the most part, yes. It ended when you found out. While most of it had begun four months earlier, there had been one time many years ago. <sighs> but that was before. I can't hear you guys again. It's happening. Uh-oh. No. What? It's happening where I can't hear you. I don't know if it's playing on the timer. Look at God. It's like <laughs> you don't want to hear this. Hello, guys, want? I can't hear you. Okay, you, you okay. turn her down because right. she can't hear us. So I'll, I'll just give the answers and I'll call her and okay. give her the other well, two. That's horrible. <laughs> Would you want me to call you? want to talk amongst yourselves and I call her right Yeah, back? get her back on. Right, I don't want to like talk about her while she's not here or not talk, talk to her about amongst her. yourselves. Okay, This sorry. whole thing sucks, man. Eh, I, I don't know what good could have come out of it, but this just sounds way worse now. Yeah, I think this has made everything worse. The fact that it's actually possible to her to forgive her friend is what's really throwing me for a loop. I don't think right? after, there's no way. No, there's absolutely no way. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if after hearing all this information, it actually prompts her to want to actually end her relationship because her marriage, her marriage. Yeah. Um, if I had found out because th this is what's really doing it for me, the part where she mentions um, or the part where Tommy just mentioned that it had happened one time earlier the fact that this has been going on longer than four months and it wasn't just like mm -hmm. a void they were filling for a specific amount of time seems like there was something lingering for much longer caroline you there yes i'm here and that's exactly how i feel too okay so i can't <laughs> i think I, I don't know if you caught this or not but this is only going to make it worse she said that um there had been one time many years earlier uh, it was before you guys were married, and um, they both vowed that it would never happen again. And then somehow, some way, you know, it did. All right, that's horrible because now I'm thinking, am I just like the second choice? Were they always a thing before me? And then it just, for some whatever reason, didn't work out. And my husband decided to just pick me out as second choice because he always wanted her. And the last question you had for Michelle, your former best friend, have you had any contact with him since then? Michelle said there was one instance a few weeks after everything came out where he reached out to ensure I was okay given the circumstances. But beyond that, there's been no contact, neither initiated by him nor by me. Well, that is a lot to process right there. Yeah. 
I I'm gonna take back what I said about the forgiveness. I'll just start there because I wasn't thinking. I mean, I, I think I was hoping that she would just tell me it was all physical and it was just a mistake, and I was gonna forgive her because we all make mistakes. And it was only four months, but now I found out it was actually before the four months. And yeah, you got. I think you got to circle back with <laughs> hubby here also and go. Okay, there's some yeah. stuff here. You weren't 100 percent with me. Let's just do this right now. And and some things are mistakes, Caroline, and some things are choices, and they yeah. made a choice. They did. You're. You really are clearing that up in my mind, and believe it or not, you guys actually gave me some like release because now I understand this is not just a mistake. It's not. It, it can't be. They definitely had this already mm-hmm. in their minds, in their hearts, and I need to talk to my husband. Okay, we'll let you go. Okay. Um, yeah. If you feel like reaching out to us again and telling us how it all went, please let us know. Okay. Yeah, I definitely will be reaching out. All right, bye-bye. I would not suggest doing that for any other listener. No, 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 no. That's not going to end up well, Mm -mm. especially in a situation like that. All right, it's the Burt Show. I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights make it spicy. My margaritas make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you got to have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else. Or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't gotta worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging. So you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code Abby at checkout. That's A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast so be sure to use code Abby to get your discount code Abby. I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights make it spicy. My margaritas make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you got to have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else. Or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't gotta worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packaging so you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code Abby at checkout. That's A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast so be sure to use code Abby to get your discount code Abby. Listen, it's the Burt Show. You want more Burt Show content? Even when we're on vacation or on holiday and you're like, why are we getting a repeat episode? You'll get new fresh content with our bonus BS. This week, we dropped two different episodes. One was about Kristen's girl trip dilemma. How do you tell a friend they crossed a boundary? You don't know how to talk about it. Or what's our sex IQ? We talked about the CX and found out how smart we all are in the bedroom. And our answers might surprise you. You can sign up for our bonus BS content at thebertshow.com slash bonus BS. All right, so uh, 
Ethics is not a category that I'm strong in. So let me ask you guys a question. <laughs> I think it's wise to scan the room, see what other people's takes on it are. <laughs> All right. So I told you guys that man, it's a really exciting time for um, my 16-year-old right now. He's a junior in high school, and he's starting to che- te- check out colleges for the very first time. And the whole country is open to my kid because I... Uh, He's just like, you know what, I I could stay in state, I could take off. He's decided that he wants to be in sports marketing or sports management. So we went down the list of like the top schools for that. And before we went to a college fair over the weekend, uh, he talked to a bunch of counselors from those schools about it. I hope he real- realizes like how fortunate he is to have the entire country to choose from. No, he doesn't. <laughs> well, how about this? I'm here to let you know, my dude, the fact that you have the entire country and you don't have to, um, not that you have to stay in state because there's nothing wrong with going in state, but some people do not have the option to go out of state. So you really should um, embrace this opportunity uh, that presents itself that you do have options. I try to keep him very naive about his privilege. We don't. <laughs> We don't like to <laughs> I want him to, I think everybody yeah. is just like him. Yeah. Um, yes, he is. Uh, he just, uh, and his brother wanted to stay in state, mm-hmm. which was great because it helped me out financially also, huh? which would help me out financially. But you know what? Mm-hmm. If he wants to go out of state, it would be exciting for him. So we've been uh, looking at schools and a lot of the schools he's taken a look at that are on his like dream list are very difficult to get into in this specific major. He's I said he's eager to go out of state, but UGA is like at the top of his list. Georgia is at the top of his list. South Carolina is like at the top of his list also. NC State, Tommy here. Alumni from uh, NC State, Florida State. I don't know why for me, I feel like I want him to go to Iowa for no reason at all. <laughs> you want him to go to Iowa? I do. I don't know why. You, okay. I feel like it's an exotic place. And then, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if anybody's ever used that adjective to describe Iowa. <laughs> Iowa exactly. is a lot of things. Exotic is not one of them. I've heard the school is fantastic. I had a really, really good friend in Dallas that was from Iowa. So I was on the top of that list also. I think, I don't know. That'd be cool. But it's a very difficult school to get into. Florida State as well. Yep. So as I was detailing this for you guys a couple of days ago, a listener hit me up with an admissions hack, and I'm not exactly sure it is ethical or not. You're not going to be part of some like varsity blue scam where all of a sudden people are going to come in and arrest you. No. Okay. It wouldn't be that, but it's not necessarily on the up and up. You're not going to Photoshop his head on a rowing <laughs> picture. Yeah, don't, don't end up like Aunt Becky. <laughs> don't go to jail for this. So she writes, uh, I know Hollis is probably hella smart, and you won't have to use this trick. I probably will. Um, his GPA is not where he would like it to be right now, but he is really working hard to get it up. So some of these schools would be more available to him. And he's really busting his ass. I'm very proud of him. Um, but she wrote, uh, but it worked for a few people I know, so I thought I would pass it along. When applying to one of a college's popular majors, it can get super competitive. For example, my sister wanted early childhood education at UGA, but she didn't have any extracurricular and only one AP class in her senior year. And she was picking one of UGA's most popular degrees for females. So no chance that she was getting into the program. Um, so she said um, she applied for turf grass management (laughs) and 
avian biology, which is birds, Cassie told me earlier, because I'm not smart enough to know that. Uh, she made up her essays on why she chose those two as her top choices. So she, she found she, out the programs that had the least amount of applicants. Yes, for her demographic. So most girls don't apply for that, so she applied for that, ah, thinking that she would get in. Genius. Okay. Mm. Um, she got accepted, and as soon as you get your acceptance letter, you can log into the student portal and change your degree choice immediately. You can change your major. So she changed it to early childhood with no problems at all. A high school student counselor is who told us about this trick originally, and it's worked for everyone I know who's tried it. Good mm. luck to Holla, she says. Is it, is it just using this within the system, or is it unethical? It, it doesn't sound on the up and up, if I'm being honest. It, it sounds a little shady, but it worked. <laughs> it seems like a victimless, victimless crime, but here's the thing. If there is somebody who really wanted to go into avian bi- biology, you've just taken their spot. Well, yeah. you know what? Mm. They should have thought of it. But, <laughs> <laughs> but also, you're overloading uh-huh. the classes for the major you really want, so you're going to be kicking people out of those spots. Yeah, this was a rumor that was going around when I was applying for colleges, so much so that when admissions counselors would come visit my high school, they would have to debunk this rumor. Now, whether or not they were actually telling the truth is, we'll never know, but they told us that it doesn't make a difference what major you choose when you apply. Is this a state school thing? Because at my school, we didn't have to declare a major until like the end of our sophomore year. Yeah. So we were allowed to go and try out classes and see what, if, if you weren't like on the pre-med or pre-law track, you could try stuff out and then decide like literally halfway through your college career, okay, this is what I'm actually going to focus on. I went That's to a state school and I, I claimed journalism out the gate and I was in the, the College of Communications. Okay. I didn't have to claim a major until I was a junior, but cause you could, but you could still switch at any time. Is it just working within the system here, Mo, or is this an ethical problem? That's tough, man. If you um, kind of hesitate, I think that's your answer. That's probably true. I mean, I, I was I was on it's just working within the system un- until Cassie gave all those And then now it just feels dirty. The, this is the moral police over here. For sure. <laughs> you make it sound so awful. <laughs> yeah. weird, 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 weird. You've been on Naughty Pool. <laughs> <laughs> the Bird Show. Get it. The Bird Show. Kristen, surely you have gone fishing before, right? I have. It's been a minute, but I have. So you know when you catch a fish, you ever done it from like a, a dock? Or you're just fishing right off the dock? Yeah, yeah. That's my, pr- I don't do like that deep sea. I got motion sickness, so I don't really, I've never really done it off boats, just off docks or off the, like, mm-hmm. l- like a side of a pond or lake. So bear with me for a second. So you know when you catch a fish? Yeah. And you bring it out of the water. Mm-hmm. And it's sitting there on the dock or in your boat or whatever right floppy, there. Floppy, 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 floppy. It's flopping, right? At some point... It gives up, like, the fight, and it's just like, (sighs) 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 like that, right? Uh Yeah. That's how we are in Lexington right now. What? Stop. (laughs) (laughs) I know this one was going to hurt you a little bit because it's your hometown. It is. It's where I was born. It's where I was raised. It's where I went to college. I don't normally talk about our business, our syndication business on the show, but if you guys dig us in Lexington, you're going to need to tell a couple of friends because we are on the dock <laughs> with our last breaths right now. I got, gasping I got a, for air? We're gasping for air. Are we gasping for ratings? <laughs> we are right now. I don't know what we're doing right in Des Moines, 
that we're doing incorrectly in huh. Kentucky because Des Moines has been digging us. We just started there, right? Yeah. Again, I don't really talk about our syndication very much because I think it kind of bores you guys. But this one hits close to home because it's your hometown and they yeah. are rejecting you. Yeah. All of them. Maybe it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a good reputation when you lived in Lexington? No. No, I, that's I, it. I, there, I, there was no reputation. <laughs> Kristen, <laughs> to put this into terms you'll understand, this is we're at the moment Stop in it, the Tom, game. No, Tommy. Where Grant Hill is inbounding <laughs> oh, the ball. Wow. That's why Christian Wagner is at the other end and he's cocked his arm back. Yeah. You know, his dad was a former Dallas Cowboy. So he throws the ball and Christian Leitner turns it and turns around and just nails it. That's not going to help our ratings at all in Kentucky. No, not it's not. Not even a little Every bit. Every time you bring up the name that shall not be named, <laughs> we probably lose another listener. So it's Tommy's fault, not mine. So both of our <laughs> listeners now are unhappy in Lexington. <laughs> and, and, and we don't like Christians. <laughs> no, we don't. So syndication is a little bit like an arranged marriage, actually. Mm-hmm. Right? So... Um, the station may or may not, in some cases, like want the Burt Show. And for whatever reason, in Lex- Lexington, it just hasn't taken off. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're ready to break up. But the company has stood by us and gone, just give it a little bit more time, a little yeah. bit more time. So I saw the emails the other day. And generally, when I get those emails from the station and our company is like backing us, going, give it more time. That usually means we got about four weeks. Huh? <laughs> oh, well, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do either. Huh. I just wanted to break it to you. Um, okay. So it doesn't come that. as a surprise. Like m- often when we lose a market <laughs> and we get people hitting us up on social media, like what happened to you guys? And we're like, what do you mean? And then we find out that's how we find out that we're no longer on the station. Cause listeners tell us, I can't hear you this morning. No, this is a true trail. They're like leaving a paper trail. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So. Maybe I'll just need to start singing the UK fight song every single morning at some point in time. The email says something to the effect. It was, some, it, I'm paraphrasing, but it was uh-huh. like, how do I hide this show? It's our morning show, but how do I, <laughs> hide it because the ratings are so bad. They want to mute us? <laughs> yes. They're like I mean, kind of being forced to have us on, but they want to hide us. Okay. I'm sure we'll come back from vacation and there'll be country 102.5. That's <laughs> happening us in Nashville. So if you still have any friends in, you know, Lexington, you okay. might want to give them a call and just All say, right. hey, right. we're on the dock and we're... <sighs> <laughs> we might have just like two more of those flops left two, okay. and then the fish just gives up. Okay. okay. I'll see what I can do. All right. All right, Cassie. From Reddit, are they the a-hole? Is she the a-hole for not helping his friend launch his business? My friend Zoltaire, yes, it's a fake name, has been obsessed with ketchup ever since I met him. He's always trying out different recipes to make his own ketchup and getting me and all of our friends to try them. Recently, he made his, quote, best ketchup yet. I tried it. It wasn't bad. It was ketchup. (laughs) Now he's decided he is, quote, finally going to break into the ketchup game. He is convinced he is going to launch his own ketchup company and grow it to be one of the top providers of ketchup in the United States. He literally has a photo of Heinz ketchup on a dartboard. He throws darts at it and mutters things like, I'm coming for you. (laughs) Anyways, he has a scheme he wants me and others to participate in. Essentially, it involves us all going to a restaurant, sitting at different tables, and enacting lines from a scene that he wrote that will culminate in all of us trying and loving his ketchup and convincing the manager to buy it. He wants us all to memorize the lines. This is amazing. <laughs> the gist of it is one guy is supposed to call over a waitress and say he likes the french fries but hates the ketchup. 
Then I'm supposed to lean over from another table and say, sorry to butt in, haha, but I have to agree. I'm tired of this old-fashioned factory-produced ketchup. Where's the real tomato flavor? After a few other people do this, my friend is going to say, you guys won't believe this, but I'm a ketchup chef and I have a few samples. Would you want to give it a shot? At this point, everyone is supposed to try my ketchup or his ketchup and act astounded by it and basically all exclaim that it's the best ketchup they've ever had. I'm supposed to stand up on my table and make a trumpet sound effect and then yell to the entire restaurant, we have the best ketchup ever made over here. Everyone come on over. (laughs) One of the other people is supposed to get the manager of the place over and we're all supposed to try to convince him or her to buy an order of my friend's ketchup. He's going to act surprised and embarrassed and try to tell us to stop putting this poor guy on the spot in regards to the manager. He then assumes he will make a quote, huge sale. Then he wants to do the same operation at other places in town. Oh my gosh, they have to do this over and over again? I told him, no way am I doing this. I hate public speaking and acting and having attention focused on me. Also, the idea is just so effing dumb and crazy to me. I told him that straight up. He acted offended and said, I'm ruining his dreams. I am astounded by this, but some of my friends agree and think he's showing hustle and that we should all help him launch his ketchup business. Aside from his ketchup obsession, Zoltar is one of my best friends, but it seems like our friendship is being ruined over this. A lot of people are telling me I'm a jerk for going against his dream (laughs) and not helping out. So am I the a-hole for not participating in my friend's scheme to convince a restaurant to buy his ketchup? Okay, so the concept that he's presenting is not a bad concept. It's it's done all over. You just don't know that you're being manipulated, right? I've seen this in New York City where, and I know this for sure, that marketing companies get like eight different people on the side of a street in New York City while one person has like some kind of electronic gadget and there are eight people around just amazed by it. And then strangers start coming up because they see the crowd is really interested in something. And before you know it, you have sold the gadget to the strangers. Happens all the time. So the concept here is spot on. What he's asking her to do is over the top, though. Yeah. Like, I, I don't I don't think you're, he's an a-hole for asking. I don't think the friend is an a-hole for saying no. If that is not your comfort zone, then you shouldn't have to do it. You don't have to squash their dreams and tell them this is the stupidest idea ever and that there's no room in the ketchup game. But... <laughs> 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 um. But you shouldn't be forced to do something that you're not comfortable doing. Be like, hey, I wish you the best, but I just, I don't like public displays. No, I really don't think anybody's the a-hole here. Even if it's your best friend, though. Yeah, no, because your best friend would never ask you to do something that makes you uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. That's fair. I think it's a completely a-hole move for him to not help out in any way Mm -hmm. because I think you've seen this friend. He's so passionate about his ketchup dreams. (laughs) And even though it's weird to you, this is something that means a lot to him. And so while maybe public speaking isn't your thing, maybe there's a way for you to go and be supportive and at least look like you're enjoying his ketchup. Maybe you don't stand up on a chair and do a trumpet noise, (laughs) but at the very least Mm -hmm. you could dip your fries and some of his... I agree. Sauce. I agree with that, Abby. I agree. Thank you. I do. I, I don't necessarily think there's an a-hole here because I I, th- I I appreciate his hustle. I don't think there's anything wrong with what my man is trying to do. But if I were the best friend, I would try to help. But I would try to help in a way I was more comfortable helping. Mm-hmm. And I probably would only do it once. Like, we're not going to every restaurant in yeah. the city to do it. But I would have at least one or two in these of these in me if I'm the best friend. What were the responses? 
Most are saying not the a-hole, and then a few requests to put me in touch with this man ASAP. I see promise here. <laughs> He's a hustler. I'm telling you, look at this. Look for this on the streets because this happens all the time where you've got like four people that are looking at something and they are purposely bringing in people, strangers that are interested. It's like when you go outside and if you look up, people will start Im- immediately looking up to see what you're seeing. It's no different in marketing. That's fascinating. <laughs> The Burt Show. It is the most talked about episode ever from Abby's podcast, The Breakup Breakdown, which is on my network, Pioneer. Legally, I have to tell you guys that. Um, you got to be super, super um, confident in your relationship if you're going to dabble in a thruple, I'm thinking. Oh, yeah. And she didn't even want to do it. So I, the way my podcast works is I get submissions from people who are curious about other people's breakups. So like if you see somebody delete all their engagement photos on their Instagram and you're like, oh, my God, did Susie and her fiance break up? It's those kinds of relationships. And so I had gotten a submission from people curious about why this woman's ex-husband was now dating the wife, ex-wife's best sister's best friend. They're like, how did they end up together? And so she came on the podcast and explained to me that her high school sweetheart wanted to be a part of a thruple randomly. And she felt like in order to save her marriage, she had to be a part of this thruple. Mm-hmm. Right, so the, the breakup breakdown, just to give like the 60 second on exactly what it is. Yeah. It's all about these very dramatic breakups and you interview the people in the breakup, correct? Yes, yes, yes. Um, so basically this specific breakup was this woman, she was, uh, she was married to her high school sweetheart. And I think they had been together about four years at this point. And so she's hanging out with her husband. Things are pretty great. The relationship's going smooth. And then out of nowhere, her husband goes, hey, I think I'm polyamorous. And she goes, okay, this is new. Let's talk about this. I'd have to Google that one right off the bat because I would not be sure what that means. Polyamorous basically means that you only want to be in relationships with multiple people at the same time. So like monogamy is not for you. So they're currently in a monogamous marriage and he wants to have a relationship with multiple people people. Seems exhausting. It, it just seems like a lot to have to juggle this. <laughs> so, I'm struggling with the relationship with just myself. <laughs> then you throw my fiance into the mix. Now you got four more people. Impossible. It's crazy. <laughs> so this guy actually had a very specific woman in mind that he wanted to introduce as their girlfriend. And that's how he was framing it. He said, you know, this isn't just going to be for me. I want her to be your girlfriend too. And she's like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm not into women. She's like, her sister is a, a part of the LGBTQ plus community community. She's like ally, but she's, she's like, I don't have that kind of attraction towards women, but I love you so much that I am literally willing to do whatever it takes to make you happy, to make you feel comfortable in this relationship. That's a deep love. And she's like, that's a dysfunction. (laughs) I mean, if you have to sacrifice basically your own values and who you are and your likes for the other person, you're not even in the right relationship, right? No. No. Do you admire that kind of like, no, at least I'll give it a try. Okay. Yeah. But they're married at this point and this is her high school sweetheart. This is all she's ever known. She loves him so much that she's like, I'll do whatever it takes. So this woman in mind that he wanted to date was her sister's best friend. And she had been hanging around, um, you know, in their friend group and stuff. So they you had met before. Pick somebody that's already in the fold. That feels weird. It's weird, period. And also, like, if you come to the table and tell me you're polyamorous, that's that's one thing, right? If you came and told me that, and then down the road somebody appeared that you were interested, okay, let's let's talk about this. 
But saying that and already have somebody in mind, to me it reeks of, this is somebody I want to sleep with, so I'm going to tell you I'm polyamorous so I can try to get her into the sack. And that's pretty much what happens. So not only does she move into their apartment or their house, they all start sleeping in the same bed together. No way. So, so it's him on the or it's him on the left side, the wife in the middle, and the girlfriend on the right side. Or I think that's how this... That's Basically, she's sandwiched in the middle. Wow. The and infidelity the, border right there. They, they, the way they justified it was like, oh, well, you're the connection in the Venn di- diagram that is our relationship. You are in the middle because this is your sister's best friend. So it was just like a very weird situation. And so she's really trying to give it a chance. She took this woman out on dates. They even consummated the relationship. And it just gets to the point where she's like, I'm at my wits end here. And this is what I thought would be the breaking point for her. So she said at at, at a certain point, she had kind of gotten ousted from the relationship to where she would want to be intimate with all of them. And they would basically say no. And it got to a point where they, when they would be in the bed together, the, the husband and the girlfriend would be playing the piano and she would be like, Hey, can I join in? And they'd be like, no. And then she would start crying yeah. and they would ask her to cry, cry quieter. Because <gasps> they, wow. were, they were disrupting. Get out of here. And, really messing with the mood in here, on. wifey. <laughs> You're really bringing the mood down. And so I thought that would, that would be enough for me to get out of the relationship. Yes. That wasn't the case. That's so funny. the girlfriend ends up going on vacation at some point. So she gets like a week with her husband and she looks at him. She's like, I need you to choose. Like it's me or her at this point. I can't do it anymore. And he looks at her and he like gets on his knees and he's crying. He's like, Don't don't ask me to choose between you two because I'll always choose her. <gasps> Not even the breaking point. Always choose her, meaning the wife the or the girlfriend. girlfriend. Oh, no, 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 So no, that no. wasn't even the breaking point. So then it gets to the point where they go on a family vacation with the sister, the girlfriend, the wife, the husband, and the rest of the family. They've kept it a secret from the family at this point. They have no idea. So the girlfriend is like out sleeping on a couch or whatever, and it's the wife and the husband in one room. And so while they're out hanging out as a family, the girlfriend and the husband are like texting each other furiously, like clearly gossiping. You know, when you're in those situations, you can tell people are talking to each other via phone. And so the wife goes into the computer and sees all these text messages of her being like, you were supposed to leave your wife by now. Why is she still here on her family vacation? And so that for her was the final straw to where she was like, I do not want to be in this relationship anymore. It's a lot of straws. Unpack so many. It's a lot of straws. Turtles are very upset. (laughs) She ends up unpacking his suitcase from the family vacation because they were going to go drive somewhere else after that. And she basically looked at him and was like, you are uninvited from this vacation. I am done with this relationship. And now he and the girlfriend are in a very steady relationship. Together? Together. Just the two of them. Just the two of them. And obviously they're divorced now. The wife and the husband. Isn't that bonkers? That is mind blowing. It is. So dude really had her on his mind and this was the way for him. It all worked out for him great. It all worked out for him wonderfully. And she's now in a very healthy relationship. So like we're happy for her. for her. But for your high school sweetheart to betray you in this way is insane. He did all of that and he just wanted to leave. Yeah, that's what we wanted. Do people uh-huh. not know that divorce is an option? <laughs> right. You didn't have to do all that. Very serious about their vows. It's man. crazy to me. I don't get it. But if you want to listen to that full episode, it's called uh, when The Thrupple from Hell, essentially. And, and it's the breakup breakdown, and you can catch it at, uh, on any platform. Damn, that's, that's jaw-dropping. It's wild. That's a wild one. You're on The Burt Show. Kristen, all the signs were there. What's the matter with God, you? I have been having periods for 30 years. 30 years. I've been having periods. So you would think by now I would know when one is on the horizon. Yet here I am still oblivious to the signs that Aunt Flo is about to come knocking on my door. 
Don't you even have a tracker yes, on your phone to let you know? I do. <laughs> but it doesn't always come on the same day. It's, it's like a window. It's like a week. Like it may come Monday. It may come Friday. Oh, no. I'm a 28-day girl. You are? I am a 28-day girl. Must be nice. I know, right? So, it, it, but you just, you don't remember like, in, and I'm not checking my tracker every day. I, it, I don't know. I just, I need to get a new system regardless. Is there a notification that comes up saying, hey, just want to let you know in 48 hours, you're not going to be Kristen anymore? I have no <laughs> notification set up on my phone, okay. which I probably need to go in and change that one. So, I, things I should have known. And I, and when they happen, it's just that one thing. So I don't think to compile all of them. But when I start listing all these off, you're going to be like, listen, you dumb bitch. It was so obvious <laughs> you were about to start your period. No so, one's going to call you dumb. <laughs> I have some people on the internet that would beg to disagree. All right. So first I, I I did hot yoga this week and I'm in the yoga class and it wasn't my typical like flow, fast flow. It was like a, um, a meditation candlelit. You were holding poses for a very long time. Okay. So, so when we're talking about flow now, now we are talking about the actual positions one after the other, not flow, flow. Correct. Cause Got you know, it. she has, she hasn't appeared yet. Yeah. And so I'm in this yoga class. Class and it's like, it's painfully silent because we're doing like meditation and holding these poses. And there is a dude in there that is breathing so heavily. And breathing is very important in yoga. I get that. In life in general. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> and, but he's, he's over there in the far right corner of the room. He's <sighs> really letting that stress go. <sighs> <laughs> and I'm laying on my mat and I'm like, I'm going to go over and throat poach that guy so he can't freaking breathe anymore. <laughs> it's not very zen. No, not at all. Not at all. And so then I'm, I'm at home and I'm in the kitchen and I'm trying to cook something to eat. And Jimmy and Bart are in the living room and Bart starts coughing. And normally a spouse would be concerned if their partner's coughing. And I'm over here like, shut the up. Like your coughing is so annoying. Like, and so I'm in the kitchen. I go, do you need a glass of water? <laughs> and he's like, if you have one readily available. So I'm like grabbing the slamming the doors and like getting the water out of the refrigerator and handing it to him. Like waterboard yourself. So you stop coughing. <laughs> I can't listen to you cough anymore. Then Jimmy was on the couch and he was sitting on my lap and he, he, he likes to scoot because he wants to get as close as possible. And man, the way he sat on my C-section scar oh, and like that reaction to the pain. And I was like, <laughs> I was mad at the little dude. And I'm like, he didn't mean it. It wasn't like he was trying to cause me intentional pain, but I, I was really mad at him. <laughs> so he's scooting on your lap like a, like a dog scoots on the carpet when it has worms? Yeah, yes, exactly. Okay. <laughs> but he's trying to like scoot up, like go up my... Yep. It's so bizarre. And then uh, Leroy, who is old and has a tumor, so I'm trying to let him do what he wants to do because he's in his latter years of life. This is her uncle she's talking about. No, I'm talking about my dog. <laughs> and he is licking his paws, and it is so insanely loud, but I want him to be free to be him because, you know, he might be gone soon. But then I just couldn't, and he's deaf, so you can't yell at him. You have to, like, clap your hands really loud. So I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> and then I made Bart go to the grocery store because I wanted chocolate chip ice cream and then he had the audacity to text me and ask if mocha chip was okay and I'm like are you freaking kidding me F that noise just get me vanilla and I will use the dark chocolate chips that are in the freezer and all then of these things are happening now and you're not putting together why 
And then the last one, I'm in Jimmy's playroom and we're hanging out. And all of a sudden, I get this urge to start organizing. So I organize the food in this little mini fridge. And then I start organizing the Play-Doh and then the toy bins. And then I can't find a blue whale. And it's driving me crazy that I don't know where this blue whale went. And then I started my period. (laughs) (laughs) Tiffany has explained it to me before. Like, she knows that she is being irrational. She knows that she is being crazy. And she even knows that it's that time, but still can't get a handle on it at all. Constantly thinking she's crazy every month. Every Every single single month. month. I think it's because as a lady, you sort of feel like that on like a low level throughout the month. So when it gets closer, you're kind of like, this is how I always feel, just a little bit more intense so it doesn't click. And then all of a sudden it's like, ah, this Ah, this makes a lot of sense. This makes total sense. I'm not a raging you know what? I'm just about <laughs> And sure enough, I checked my tracker. She was, believe it or not, she was a couple of days early, which is highly unusual for me. So I'm going to give myself that little bit of grace. But yeah, there she was. Is irritation your go-to during that time also? Oh, yeah. I actually, this past month, had a complete breakdown in a parking lot and was sobbing into my husband's <laughs> arms. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? I'm like, literally, I need to go see somebody. <laughs> And then it started, and I was like, it makes sense. You just forget. You it makes sense. It's Bird Show. Thanks for listening. Get more Bird Show fix at thebirdshow.com or follow us on social media at The Bird Show.